0: God bless Debbie Tavares, who, it seems like she's the only one looking at this stuff.
1: Evening and hopefully, uh, got uh,
0: here, uh,
1: resolutions. Stuff. And you're going to see a table over there, and at the end, when we have q and I'll go over there and show you. Those are representative of just a few of the climate action plans that our research team has researched globally and the climate action plans are global. They're in Iceland, they're in China, they're in Russia, they're in all of South America, and they're right here in Santa Rosa. And uh, so in order to understand how this takedown or coup d'etat with these plans occurred here, you need to understand a little background. So that's what we're going to go over right now. And this is an hors d'oeuvre, this is not intended to explain the depth of this, because really I want you to be able to walk out with your brains still in your skull. So, yeah. And I will tell you, I didn't know what I didn't know. And at first when I heard this, I was extremely skeptical. I didn't believe some of the things I heard. And uh, there was an instance when my husband and I uh, were at an, uh, an event. And some people came up and were talking to us about uh, a certain situation. And I told my husband, oh, that person belongs in a straitjacket. And c'est la vie, I, you deal with them. And I walked away. Well, this person appeared again a few months later at another meeting and was talking about the same topic. And um, I just thought it was absolutely nuts. And I'm not gonna tell you what the topic is yet. But I'll tell you that I tasked my daughter to find out about this topic because I thought it was rather um, benign. And about a week or so later, at 3.30 in the morning, we received a phone call. And our daughter was sobbing on the other end of the line. And I thought that something had happened to one of our grandchildren. And she said, Mom, I looked into that topic that you told me about, and she said, it's real. It's real. So we had an emergency meeting with our family. Suddenly, uh, our retired life was starting to shape up and look very different. And um, I was extremely skeptical, but uh, I started to see that information. And for those of you that are taking notes, that topic ended up being uh, an encounter that I had here in Sonoma County with Ted Turner. And it is on YouTube and you can see it Uh, It's called Ted the Terrible Turner. It's on YouTube, Ted the Terrible Turner. I'm not going to go into that topic right now. Uh, That can come at a later meeting um, after you've heard what we have to say this evening and hopefully uh, done a little homework to understand our reality. So who's running America and the climate action plans? And what does the silent weapons system mean? What does that mean? Okay. We'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. I want you to think about that. This was former CIA Director uh, William Casey, and he told us this. And I don't think people paid much attention. I certainly didn't. And this is on our website, stopthecrime.net. So, as we look forward, uh, we look at who's running America. And again, this is only meant to be a small portion of this evening's topic, but it's important to understand we're not. We're not running America. And uh, in fact, globalists are running America. And when you look at Senate Report 93549, it's very, very clear. Um, our country, every year since 1933, has initiated a perpetual emergency war powers. Every year, it's reinitiated by every sitting president. And what that means is that when we're under a perpetual emergency powers act, the Constitution has been suspended. The Constitution has been suspended. We're under corporate law. We're not under constitutional law. And I can tell you, when I started to research this and investigate this, it was heartbreaking and depressing. And I felt very deceived and betrayed. But the documents tell us this. So this is one area that is going to take some time, I think, for people to digest, but I will just tell you, in order to maintain dictatorial control and authorization uh, that many divisions of government agencies, corporate government agencies, the executive branch, we know that decisions are coming from the executive branch by executive order. That is the way it was set up through this. And that explains why we are out of control and we don't have control. It's coming from the executive branch. And the Senate report sits on top of what occurred in 1933. We were never taught this in school, at least I wasn't. And I can tell you we're in a school right now, this is a school. And I thought how appropriate that we're in a school. And we get to talk about what we were not taught in school because I know there are many of you out here right now that are fighting against Common Core and you realize that this is going to completely change what our children learn in school, that they're going to learn in science that global warming is a reality and it's not. Uh, There are many um, aspects of Common Core that already happened to all of us when we were in school. So, how many of you have heard of what happened in 1933? Okay, well, you're gonna hear about that now. Okay. What happened in 1933 is critical, to understand what what our foundation is that is being built up to why we're here now, all knowing something's very wrong. Um, There was a a bankruptcy that was concocted right after um, the Great Depression, when many of our grandparents were still struggling to survive. And uh, what happened, was they were expatriated. They had no knowledge of this. They certainly did not give their consent. America's gold was stolen by the international bankers. Our gold and silver was stolen. And um, we were collateralized as a nation against this concocted debt. What was collateralized? Our property, our equity, our children, and our souls, our souls. So I won't get into how the souls become collateralized, collateralized because that's a different conversation. But you need to understand what moved forward from there, what the bankers um, created. And um, it's important to understand and take a look at Senate Report 93549. It is on stopthecrime.net, it's on the home page there's a large yellow section on stopthecrime.net that will talk about who's running America. And this also you can download from the website. It talks about the bankruptcy of America and the corporate United States and the New World Order and how the Uniform Commercial Code replaced the United States Constitution. Extremely important to understand. We're a, a nation, we're USA, Inc., and we're, we're running on a corporate structure. It has a very significant structure. It's based on contracts. And we're going to get into that here in a bit because some of these books on the table are contracts that have been signed for us and implemented for us. And you don't know about this because you don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> they don't think that you need to. Now. Um,
2: Recently, there's been this video going around on the net called USA Inc. Depopulation and You with uh, Deborah Tavares. And uh, I think she has this site, StopTheCrime.net, or she refers to it anyway. And she talks about in this video a document called Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. Um, I came over here to read this document and found it quite, quite interesting. So, I'm going to go through the whole document here in this video. Uh, the original video, I'll put links to the USA H- Inc D population, and I want to thank Ashley Law for referring that video to me. It's uh, very disturbing, and this document is very disturbing as well. So I uh, will include links to this and to the actual video, and it's a. Uh, it takes a little while to get through. It's 44 pages long, but there's also a lot of technical pages in here that I'm just going to scroll past. And if you care to read them have yourself, pause the video to read those technical parts of it. But uh, thank you very much for listening, and hopefully, you can get all the way through it. Okay,
1: I wanted you to know that you don't have to read the 44 pages. You can actually go to stopthecrime.net and listen to this wonderful man who created the YouTube so you can listen to him read it to you. And I would suggest that you read it It is or listen to it. It's one of the most important 44-page documents that you could ever read. And um, essentially, when you build upon the Senate Report 93549, which identifies all of you and me as enemies of the government, then you build upon the silent weapons document, which is a technical research manual that was put together in the 40s by the U.S. Air Force, Rockefeller, the International Bankers, and Harvard University. Uh, It is a manual that is um, intended for economic domination of the world and control of all energy. Now, energy is not what you think about just PG&E and water and gas. It's your energy. We're all energy. And we're frequencies. And it's important to understand, they plan to control it all. Now, they say in the Silent Weapons Quiet Wars document that when you have a few wealthy people with the methodologies and the goal to control all energy on the planet, and they have not told us, it is considered a declaration of war. And so the Silent Weapons document is A declaration of war. In fact, William Cooper has it in the very front of his book, Behold a Pale Horse. And I would recommend that you read his book. He was killed um, for all of the reasons that he understood what was occurring. So um, the Silent Weapons Quiet Wars document then builds up on the fact that you're all the enemy of the state. And now war has been declared. And I didn't believe that either. (laughs) But I can tell you that the documents prove it. There are other documents beyond this as well. Okay, this is a quote out of the Silent Weapons Quiet Wars document, and we have um, the availability uh, at a print shop in Roanert Park. If any of you want, there's um, information on the greeting desk at the front door and you can get a source document printed up like this that has a number of documents in it. Um, it's, I like it because it's large and you can make notes and tag it and use it. And uh, again, this is right out of the silent weapons document. It says, an excerpt from page 7, the quality of education given to the lower class must be of the poorest sort so that the moat of ignorance insulating the inferior class from the superior class is and remains incomprehensible to the inferior class, all of us. With such an initial handicap, even the brighter, lower class individuals have little, if any hope, of extricating themselves from their assigned lot in life. This form of slavery is essential to maintain some measure of social order peace, and tranquility for the ruling upper class. Now, the reason why the silent weapons document is so important is they wrote it, and it's in their words. And um, what I found with the research group that I'm involved with, we want to read their documents. Um, This is what their plans are, and they tell us very bluntly. And they don't spare words. So you can see that they don't spare words. They're enslaving us by lack of knowledge. Um, This is um, a flyer uh, that we put together. It's really daunting because the Statue of Liberty is uh, surrounded by rising seas. This is going to happen to you, they tell you, if you do not implement the Climate Action Plans there will be sea level rising, there will be massive droughts, storm events, and hunger and disease and illness. If you do not accept willingly the climate action plans, this is what they tell you and we'll see that inside the plans themselves. But again, for sake of not being able to maybe read that, um, everything the corporations and international bankers have been doing is one gigantic fraud and all of it at our expense disinformation and manipulation by the international bankers' corporate structure to centralize control of all people, land, energy, resources, technologies, and economies. We must expose the hidden secret of these corporations, universities, and institutions set to control all emerging technologies that will rebuild the world's transportation, civil, manufacturing, physical infrastructure with cyber infrastructure, computers, networks, and sensors. Now, many of you are noticing the cameras everywhere. They're on all the street corners. They're up the freeways. They're on buildings. They're everywhere. There's sensors everywhere. The surveillance in the United States has already imprisoned us. You can go to... uh, You can look at Mount Weather... W-E-A-T-H-E-R. It is an uh, underground facility that was built outside of Washington, D.C., about 47 miles outside of Washington, D.C. in the 50s. And it houses the intention to incarcerate every single one of us with data collection and tracking and monitoring and sensors. So what you're hearing Edward Snowden say right now is not a new revelation at all. We were told in the silent weapons document exactly what they intended to do. And I'm going to just go over a couple of these things because I think it's vitally important that you understand the level of surveillance and tracking and monitoring that are planned. So on page eight of the silent weapons document, they talk about the general concepts. But what they also talk about is the definition of a silent weapon system. And the definition, they say, is when a silent weapon is applied gradually, the public adjusts and adapts to its presence and learns to tolerate its encroachment on their lives until the pressure, both psychological and economic, become too great and they crack up. They also tell us, therefore, the silent weapon system is a type of biological warfare. It attacks our vitality, our options, our mobility of individuals, of a society by knowing. That's the data collection. That's Bluffdale, Utah. That's the cameras. That's all the tracking. That's the camera in your computer screen when you're sitting behind your computer. That is the flicker rate, and that's what's happening on your, on your televisions. Uh, everything that's coming wireless into your home. That's the wires within the walls of your home. It's all tracking. They talk about by knowing and understanding and manipulating and attacking our sources of natural and social energy and our physical, mental, and emotional strengths and weaknesses. And they say that they will control it all. Now, what is also very important is what Rothschild discovered about energy. He said, he discovered there was a basic principle of power, influence, and control over people as applied in economics. The principle is very simple. Quote, When you assume the appearance of power, people soon give it to you. So we've had a great many people assume the position of power. And because we have been intentionally kept very busy, uh, we have given uh, our trust to those that represent us, and they don't. And as far as the data collection in this 44-page document, they talk about wanting to know and keeping in mind this was put together in the 40s. And it was adopted at the very first Bilderberg meeting in 1954 in the Netherlands. And they wanted to know back then, in the 40s, about each and every single one of you. The what, where, why, when, how, and who. They were going to look at general sources of information. They were going to look at telephone taps, this is in the 40s, analyzing your garbage, surveillance, Behavior of your children in school. They were also going to know how you lived based on the food that you ate, the shelter that you lived in, the clothes that you purchased, the transportation. They also would know uh, your phone bills because they would look at your itemized phone calls. They would know if you were married because they would look at your marriage certificates and birth certificates, etc. They would know your friends, your associations, your political affiliation. They would know your personal paper trail because they would know your banking account statements, your credit card purchases. Everything was tagged and planned to be tagged back in the 40s with the universal product code. This is no new news. We didn't read this 44 page document and we weren't in a school that told us any of this. And you are right now. And you can pull these documents down for yourself And I hope that you do, because that's only how you're going to learn what we can do. Now, as I proceed, it's going to sound a little bit daunting, and it is. And if you're concerned, that's good. You should be. But what we are also going to talk about are solutions, and that's the most important thing. But we have to work our way to the solutions, and we can't get to solutions without understanding what the problem is. So I'm outlining the problem, so I don't want you to... Have your chin on your chest too soon. Um, Not too soon. Um, They also talked in the silent weapons document that other methods of attaining data from us would be through our IRS forms. They said that if they gave us more write-off ability uh, by putting more detailed information in the IRS forms, they could track and monitor us further. They also are using welfare, social security, USDA food stamps, and grants and subsidies. They say this, the principle for these ploys, the citizen will almost always make the collection of information easy if he can operate on the free sandwich principle. Eat now and pay later. We're paying dearly now for the information that our parents gave them and we didn't know and they didn't know, but now you're learning, you're hearing in the documents. They also go on to talk about government sources via intimidation. The IRS, OSHA, the census, etc. They'll learn your patterns of living. Again, your belief systems, your contacts, how you vote, your friends, your strengths and weaknesses. And they tell us that um, they will keep the public ignorant. These are their words. This is in their document. They say they will will maintain access to control and prices for feedback and they will do shock testing. They will uh, implode the economy and they will charge us more through shock testing. They would know how we're receiving all this information based on the receipts and the amount of drugs and alcohol that we use. That would show our mental stability at that time. So very important to understand the depths of this document. They say they will destroy our opportunities and they will allocate our opportunities. They will control the economic environment. They will control the availability of raw materials, our capital, our bank rates. They will control inflation of the currency. They will control possession of property. And they will control industrial capacity. This is all in the Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars document. And it goes into much more detail uh, than I have time to go into at this point. Literally, the Silent Weapons document could be an entire uh, discussion. So I just wanted you to understand, primarily, it's a declaration of war. And we're the enemy. Um... What is also extremely important to understand is that the federal and state governments are not real. They're privately owned corporations called governments. We'll get into more information so you can check into that. Um, They're not real. They're privately owned corporations called governments. In other words, we have a system where we have banks and corporations that have been posing as legitimate governments, and they're not. It's USA, Inc. In fact, it's Earth, Inc. It's a corporate system. It's a corptocracy. And we were left out of that lesson plan. We didn't know. And uh, it's important to understand our judicial system is, uh, serves the corporations, not us. That's why when we go to court, we generally don't prevail. And that's why the years that we spend in court and the money we spend in court, that money goes to the Federal Reserve, which has of course nothing to do with federal and has absolutely no reserve. Um, Now, we must not consent to these lawless corporate statutes that were created to increase debt and enslave all of us, and that's what's happened. It's important to get a fundamental understanding of how this occurred. And we're going to have some references at the end uh, that I would encourage everyone to take a look at so that you understand. Now, only 10 days before John F. Kennedy was assassinated, he gave a speech at Columbia University. And he said this, and I'm going to read it because I think it's so important. And a lot of people missed this one. But it says, quote, for we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies on covert means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system that has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly-knit, highly-efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. We didn't hear that, we didn't read it, and we didn't know what that meant. Well, we're starting to feel more uncomfortable with what we all know is not real. And so, when we think back and we look, we build upon history, and we've been denied history. The silent weapons document is a subversion of history. It is the creation of lawless laws. It is global manipulation of the population and enslavement by lack of knowledge. And unless we understand what our reality is, we're not going to be able to effectively oppose this. And that's what this is about this evening. This is the Iron Mountain Report. I recommend everybody listen to this document. I mean, read, listen to the documentary. It's a blueprint for tyranny. It came out of the 1960s when John F. Kennedy was president. Uh, they commissioned experts to look at what the United States would look like if we should transition out of a time of war into a golden age of peace. and. Kennedy was assassinated prior to the completion of this report. And when this report was given to Johnson, he said because of the content, it's never to be given to the American people. Well, a whistleblower leaked this document, and the government said it was a hoax. And all of our parents believed it. We were all too young, I think, to know. But our parents believed it was a hoax if they were not too busy to even know that it existed at the time. But I can say to you that it is uh, a documentary that I would recommend everyone watch. In fact, we have some copies of the CD out on the desk. They're only $5. I would recommend that you buy it, make copies of it, get it out, show it to your neighbors. It's so important to understand this. And what is this? Well, the Iron Mountain Report talks about how they were going to subvert education, exactly what Orlean and others in this room have been fighting so hard against. It talks about what we're now dealing with the Obamacare. It talks about how they needed to invent a replacement for war. They needed something so horrific and so impactful that it would be believable globally and it would injure every single one of you equal to the effects of war. So they decided that that needed to be invented and they invented global warming. They said at the time, that they would have to bring the ecology up to enough damage by damaging the ecology with the corporate structure. NASA and the corporations have damaged our world intentionally to seduce us into the false illusion that it's our fault, that we have to now believe in scarcity, and we now have to reign in the population because there's too many of us. And that's what the report talks about, how they invented global warming, and many other aspects as well. It is the second part I'm going to cut short because we don't have a lot of time. But again, in 1961, the Kennedy administration ordered a top-down secret study to determine the problems facing the United States if we were to go into a golden age of peace. The selection occurred and there were 15 experts of various academic disciplines They were selected for their expertise and the first and last meetings were held in the underground nuclear survival retreat called Iron Mountain. This concluded in 1966 and as I said Lyndon Johnson said because of the nature of the conclusions reached that this was not to go out to the public and the person who leaked it was at great risk. It was renounced as a hoax. And the Iron Mountain is hard to obtain, but it is on Stop the Crime and you still can get it. It looks deep into the soul of the New World Order. And it is a covert agenda to bring the world and America under the control of the United Nations. We see that happening now. And that is being implemented upon all of us without our knowledge or consent. As this documentary will prove beyond doubt, what you are about to hear is real. It is very disturbing but it is real. It's also dangerous beyond belief, but it is real. It's frightening and it's real. No person in America is safe and the plans are coming to pass. It will talk about the rich men of the earth and how they're operating and how we're being turned into a fascist police state. All the the things that we're seeing now this report will tell you there's no regard for ethics, morality, or consideration for life itself. And that is crucial to understand because we're good and decent people. We can't believe that there could be an agenda of this nature. At least I certainly didn't believe it. And when we flew back to Washington, D.C. a few years ago, um, we went to, my husband and I went to the records department. Because there was a resolution that I had received from a friend and it was about a paragraph and it said that um, the United States Congress had given the authority to the Department of Defense to use chemicals and biologicals on the American population without our knowledge or consent. And I thought this simply can't be real, this can't be real. They wouldn't use chemicals and biologicals on us. So we went to the records department, and I was half hoping that they wouldn't get the document, but they did. The document is about four inches high, and it's about half of the page of a 8 and a half by 11 page. And um, we left when he was getting it for us, and he called us uh, and told us it was ready to pick up and that he had marked certain sections in it that he thought we would be most interested in. He told us that the document was in effect from 1977, to 1988. And I thought, oh good, it's not in effect now, but they're certainly adding a lot of toxins to things. So I thought, well, what replaced it? The genocide treaty. The United States signed the genocide treaty in 1988. The only illegal aspect of the genocide treaty is one's own country cannot do harm or injure its own people. And we're not under a government think about that one. So we then have to talk about the bankruptcy of the United States. And uh, this is um, important because this is United States congressional record, March 17th of 1993. And this is Speaker James Traficant from Ohio addressing the House. And this is extremely important, what he tells us and actually he was put in prison for quite some time, for eight years. They nearly killed him in prison. They wanted to silence him. And it is most important to understand what he said, and I'm going to read you just some excerpts of this because I think it's that important. He says, Mr. Speaker, we are here now in Chapter 11. Members of Congress are official trustees presiding over the greatest reorganization of any bankrupt entity in the world's history the US government we are setting forth hopefully a blueprint for our future there are some who would say it's a corners report that will lead to our demise it is an established fact that the United States federal government has been dissolved by the Emergency Banking Act of March 9, 1933, declared by President Roosevelt being bankrupt and insolvent. The United States agencies, government offices, officers and departments of the United States and federal government exist only in name only. The illusion, they're in name only. He goes on to tell us, and I will not read the entire, um, the entire um, congressional record, but I want to finish by saying, quote, he says, unwittingly, America has returned to its pre-American revolution, feudal roots, whereby all land is held by a sovereign and common people had no rights to hold a loyal title of property. Now I've heard this at various meetings that we don't own our property and I've left and i thought, what are they talking about? We don't have a lodial title. What does that mean? Well, we own our property. We're paying property taxes and it seemed like we owned our property. They just haven't claimed it yet. And that's what's happening with UN agenda 21 and the Wildlands Project. They're claiming their stuff. It goes on to tell us that once again, we the people are tenants and sharecroppers renting our own property from a sovereign in the guise of the Federal Reserve Bank. We the people have exchanged one master for another. This has been going on over 80 years without the informed knowledge of the American people, without a voice protesting loud enough. Now it's easy to grasp why America is fundamentally bankrupt. Why don't more people own their properties outright? Why are 90% of Americans mortgaged to the hilt and have little or no assets after all debts and liabilities have been paid? Who, why does it feel like you are working harder and harder and getting less and less? We are reaping what has been sown and the results of our harvest is a painful bankruptcy and a foreclosure on American property, precious liberties, and the way of life. Few of our elected representatives in Washington, D.C. have dared to tell you the truth. The federal United States is bankrupt. Our children will inherit this unpayable debt and the tyranny to enforce paying it. And we're seeing that tyranny of enforcement of paying our debt coming by way of climate action plans, One Bay Area plans, This is the tyranny to pay back the debt. Concluding, America has been completely bankrupt in world leadership, financial credit, and its reputation for courage, vision, and human rights. This is a declared economic war, bankruptcy, economic slavery of the most corrupt order. Wake up, America, and take your country back. He concluded with that. And he was put in prison for about eight years. Now, we're going to start talking about locally and what we're seeing. Many of you may have seen this uh, YouTube. It's um, a man uh, being arrested at a local city council meeting because he went over the three minutes allotted to him. (laughs) Now, many of you sitting in this room I know have attended meetings. Uh, I can tell you that uh, we attended a meeting at the County Board of Supervisors, uh, our concerns about fluoride. And there were many impassionate people at the microphone talking about fluoride. And they had law enforcement waiting in the wings, and anyone that went over the three minutes, the um, County Board of Supervisors gave a little hand sign. And the officers would approach whoever was at the podium and attempt to, pos- to escort them away from the microphone. Now, Santa Rosa is not quite as harsh in their city council meetings. If someone impassionately goes over their three minutes, they turn the mic off. And they'll say, you're disruptive, and your time is up, and we're, ad- we're having a five-minute break. And that's how they disable us. You've had your say Now go away. That's what we're hearing. Now we're going to see more and more frustrated people behind that mic at our city council meetings airing their grievances just like this man. He passed out to the people that were there at that meeting and to the board a packet of information on violations of personal property rights. They were telling him that there were code violations on his property that he needed to fix. They wanted him to disassemble a boat dock, apparently they had had for many, many years, and other aspects of personal property. And he was not getting any redress from the city. They weren't talking with him. They were coming on his property and threatening him. And he was saying, how can anyone have a business in this town? There's no communication. I can't talk to you. You're coming onto my property. He was very civil. This doesn't look civil, because now he's being arrested. In fact, as I looked at the video, I was surprised that he was actually cuffed because he was standing there behind the mic very nicely talking to the people in front of him. Now what's happening with that picture? Let's talk about that. This is what's happening with that picture. Our cities are all incorporated. So what does that mean? They're listed on Dunn and Street.
0: Now, this is a page... Sorry if uh, there have been any outside sounds. Life uh, does intervene sometimes, but this is very, very important information.
1: ...with him. They were coming on his property and threatening him, and he was saying, how can anyone have a business in this town? Taking grants and signing and indebting all of us, just as Santa Rosa is to paying back money that you know nothing about. They're incorporated so they can sign contracts and sign grants. That is the purpose of being incorporated. And they're enslaving us. That's why cities across America are going bankrupt. One of the reasons I'm sure why Katati recently declared a financial emergency. So they're incorporated. They're doing business and they're listed on Dun & Brad Street. Then I went to the city of Sebastopol to get their public policy. It's a corporate public policy. Now, corporations have a public policy and it's called the Delphi technique. It was invented by the Rand Corporation and we've all been delphi At every single level of public meeting, at every single level of corporate meetings that we attend, And I can assure you are not being delphi tonight. But I can tell you, before the holidays, we attended a number of Climate Action Plan public workshops. And they are not interested in a conversation. We're gonna have a conversation after this presentation so we can talk about everything. But the public policies are corporate public policies. Again, they control what you say. They don't listen to you. They don't have to, they don't work for you. Your city councils, the County Board of Supervisors are corporate employees. They get their paychecks from the corporation. So does police, so does fire. You're gonna have to think about that. And I urge you to go to StopTheCrime.net and go to the Climate Action Plan link and get more information on this. Okay, this is a grant. This is why our cities and counties, states, federal, that's why they're all incorporated. Grants are their paychecks. This is a grant that we got from Sonoma County on the Climate Action Plan. This is only one grant of many that they've signed you on to to implement something you know nothing about. And you have to pay it back. And you're, they're gonna increase your taxes. This grant is only for a million dollars. This is a grant that they're going to share within all the jurisdictions of Sonoma County. So in other words, all the cities are going to get a piece of this pie. Sonoma County, Santa Rosa, Sebastopol, Cotati, Heelsburg, Windsor, Petaluma, Cloverdale, Sonoma. They're all going to divvy up this million dollars so that they can write this climate action plan and bring it in to all of their cities. Now, again, you have to think of the corporations doing business in order to sign grants and get money, and these are their paychecks besides our taxes. So what we also discovered in the climate action plans that um, Sonoma County, that Santa Rosa signed on to, right here, that they employed a company, a corporation called ICF International. ICF International is a multi-international corporation, and consultant corporation. Well, I'll. stand? Sorry, if I could take questions at the end, then I won't lose my train of thought, I'm sorry, but that would work better for me. Okay, ICF International is the lead consultant in this plan that the county signed. Now, this plan is a memorandum of agreement regarding Greenhouse Gas Reduction Implementation Plan, parentheses, the GRIP, G-R-I-P. GRIP, okay, and a a, a million dollars just to initiate the beginnings of all the plans in your cities right now. It's called the GRIP, Greenhouse Gas Reduction Implementation Program. ICF is the lead consultant. ICF says this, and again, they are a for-profit private corporation working in our local community so much for going local. They're paying a multi-international corporation to write plans to further enslave every single one of us. ICF uh, is preparing the greenhouse gas emissions inventories and the preparation of the climate action plans to reduce greenhouse gas emissions to ensure collaboration with all the cities and consistency of all the plans across the board. This is not only in Sonoma County, but this is nationwide. They want the plans to be consistent because there is a United Nations ICLI Climate Action Plan template. And you can find that on our website, stopthecrime.net, under the Climate Action Plan link. But they're going to, uh, they're working, ICF is working with many corporations, including the Federal Reserve. Okay, so I know that most of you know that that is a mafia (laughs) racketeering Federal Reserve doing business out of Puerto Rico. There's nothing federal about it and it has no reserves. They work with the IRS, again, in the uh, silent weapons document, the IRS is a collection arm. They work with the CDC. The CDC is a private corporation for profit. And they're working with USA Inc. and other government corporate agencies to centralize control of all resources and create a new corporate business model in all of our cities and to replace the old inefficient business model, the new green economy. And the green jobs are global game changers to the way of our lives. We see as an example that utility meter reading jobs for people are being replaced technologies that are reshaping our world and decreasing the human workforce. We highly recommend that you go through this report, but ICF International, again, tells us that they will develop businesses with both government and commercial clients and replicate these business models geographically throughout the world. So this is a replicated plan, a global plan. And we've heard about that, those of you that are aware of UN Agenda 21, One Bay Area, and now our local climate action plan. This is a global plan. So again, I showed you the climate action plan of Santa Rosa. This plan was adopted June 5th of 2012. So I'm just going to read you a disclaimer on page one of the Santa Rosa plan. The U.S. Department of Energy. Now, I want you to keep in mind the U.S. Department of Energy is a private corporation doing business. It says, um, the report was prepared as an account of work sponsored by an agency, an agency of the United States government. Neither the United States government nor any agency thereof nor any of their employees makes any warranty, express or implied or assumes any legal liability or responsibility for the accuracy, completeness, or usefulness of this information. They go on to tell us that the product or process disclosed in this report represents that its use would not infringe property-owned rights. In other words, they do not guarantee that it won't infringe upon your property rights. Now what is this climate action plan intending? What do they want to do? Well first it's important to understand that this is another grant, a different grant than the one I showed you before. And this plan is funded by a generous grant from the US Department of Energy as part of the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act of 2009. The city applied for this money. They filled out the grant form, which is a bribe. The application, they've received the money without our permission or consent. Also, I underlined this on this page of the Santa Rosa plan. They talk about the need to have these plans. They need to reduce fossil fuel emissions. Petroleum does not come from dead dinosaurs. They think we are so stupid that we really do believe that fossil fuel comes from dead dinosaurs. And we're going to get into that because we have a petroleum scientific paper on our website. And um, we'll talk about that in a moment. Now, let me go over what the Santa Rosa plans intend or want to do to all of you. And this doesn't just only mean if you're not in Santa Rosa, If you're in Sonoma County or if you live anywhere, these are some of the things they're gonna do. Now, it's real important that I explain to you that Santa Rosa has the most stringent plan in the country. They are requiring that all of you reduce your carbon footprint, your greenhouse gas emissions, or your CO2, all the same thing. 25% below 1990 levels by December 31st of 2015. So less than two years, all of you must reduce your greenhouse gas emissions 25%. So how are they gonna do this? Well, I'm gonna tell you how they're gonna do this. They're gonna require smart meters on every single house. So the opt out was only an appeasement plan, nothing more. So everyone that has been fighting against the smart meters for the last few years are going to be required under these climate action plans to have smart meters. Not only are you required to have smart meters, you're going to be required to retrofit all of your inefficient appliances with ENERGY STAR rated appliances. So if your appliance does not say ENERGY STAR rated, you're going to have to replace it. and they're not done with you yet. I'm only beginning. Now, what is important to understand about these plans, beyond the fact that they're requiring smart meters, is that these climate action plans in Sonoma County, there was a timeline back in 2001, They were committed to reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Back in 2005, all our jurisdictions adopted the target for reducing emissions by 25% below 1990 levels by 2015. So 2002, 2005, 2008, community climate action plans created by the Climate Protection Campaign. So while you're all working every day, paying your taxes and being dutiful citizens, you have a bureaucracy that's working for a corporate structure to bleed your assets dry. Absolutely to steal it all from you. Now, in 2012, they tell us of course that Santa Rosa adopted their plan and they did again on June 5th of 2012. Now they've identified the areas in Santa Rosa that they have to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. So I'm gonna go over those areas. The, The area, they say, that is using the most greenhouse gas emissions is transportation. They want you out of your cars. So that's, they're targeting that. They're going to have, they're proposing one day Uh, a month or a week where you don't drive your car now I've looked at the Pittsburgh Climate Action Plan they want uh, Fridays to be carless days and they want to expand upon that Uh, they also are um, requiring that you do not idle your car more than five minutes now they realize that that's going to be difficult to police but that's why they're going to have your neighbors watch you And if you idle your car more than five minutes, they can report you. And of course, the black box in your car is going to give you away, so you can't sneak around that one too much. But you'll get a warning the first time, you'll get a fine the second time, and the fine will go up the third time. So that's going to be enforced. Um, But that's a minor aspect of the plan. Um, The next aspect that they're targeting is building. Building is too much greenhouse gas emissions. Then agriculture, they tell us that methane gas released from manure is unsustainable and requires the reduction of greenhouse gas. They get into solid waste, they get into water, and they go on and on. So what I wanna tell you uh, is what you're seeing there on the screen, and that's a collection from a number of the Climate Action Plans that we've looked at across the country. Now, Sonoma County, again, has the most aggressive target dates of any place in the country. And they say in the Santa Rosa Climate Action Plan specifically that you must no longer use gas appliances or gas equipment. So we looked at that and we thought, what do they mean not using gas appliances or gas equipment and only ENERGY STAR rated? Well, we did some homework on that We found out that energy star rated appliances and equipment do not manufacture anything in gas. So they're eliminating gas. They're narrowing down your ability for resources so they can charge you more for electricity, which they can monitor with the smart meters. Now they want to monitor everything with the smart meters. That's the goal. That was the goal in technocracy back in the thirties. They want to monitor all energy consumption. So ultimately, your propane tanks will be monitored. Your private wells will be monitored. They want to monitor it all. And that's why they want the RFID chipped appliances, so they can monitor if you're using your oven. Now, when I was doing some research on smart meters, I discovered in Europe, IEEE, which is electrical and electronics engineers, they were scratching their head. They had just gotten out of a Delphi meeting. And these engineers that worked for IEEE said, what is going on here? They're telling us we have to put in smart meters because of global warming. But global warming hasn't even been decided upon. So we have these very smart people leaving meetings, scratching their heads like many of us do when you've been delphi because you've been led. Anytime a meeting is shaped with a, an outcome that is a, a required outcome, They manipulate all of you. They have a trained facilitator uh, that leads the group. They ask the questions. When we went to the Climate Action Plan public, not public workshops, they had these boards around the room. They said, we want you to write your questions on these post-it notes and put them on the boards. We want you to answer this question, they said. What could you do to reduce your greenhouse gas emissions? They did not want any other questions asked. And when about 10 of us were in the meeting, we, and they were showing a PowerPoint, and we would ask them a question, they didn't want to talk to us about that PowerPoint or the question. They said, well, just at the end. Well, we learned quickly after going to a few years of Delphi meetings, there's never an end. They never get to an end. There's never an opportunity to ask questions as there will be tonight. Because again, the RAND Corporation set up this meeting style to run the corporate structure of the globe. This is a corporate meeting style. And it is important to understand that. They've mastered the control of us at meetings. And we leave disturbed and frustrated. It doesn't matter what meeting we go to. We can go to school meetings. We can go to um, CPUC meetings, California Public Utility Commission meetings. We can go to our city halls, our county board of supervisors, does not matter. That's why we're having a people's town hall. So the climate action plans also not only require the replacement of all inefficient appliances and the retrofitting in all homes, existing homes. So of any of you that do not have RFID chipped, Energy Star rated appliances, you're gonna be forced to replace them. Also, it's going to require the replacement of all of...
0: I'm just going to skip this because this was 2015, and it all went down. If you're under a fallacy that you think President Obama is some kind of saint, nothing happened. All of you people that think because the power changed hands to a different party, and they're speaking some kind of different rhetoric, And so you think that your side is gonna get it right. The same globalist checklist has actually not been interrupted with the change of hands. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. So you're talking about the pedophilia and the hidden Satanism and cannibalism that they were doing all along. Do you think they give a damn? They are still on schedule. They're still on schedule. Get it through your heads. I don't care what Q is saying. They're still poisoning the food, the water, the air. The smart meters in your homes are still there. Donald Trump is not talking about any of this stuff. The conversation is completely confined to whether you like Trump or if you hate him. If you support him, if you don't. If you support his nominees, if you don't. And this whole thing where they're spending hours on television talking about this person when they need to be holding tribunals for crimes against this country. Y'all better wake up and smell the cappuccino because it's burning, okay? Nothing is changing. You are being red-pilled, a lot of you, but nothing is being done to interrupt their program. And you need to understand that, that we are now on a timetable. And I'm not saying that things have not happened That have put um, something a rock in the way of their program that doesn't mean that we're winning just because we we do delays on them doesn't mean that we're winning we need to understand that we are at war right now an undeclared silent war with spiritual aspects they're hitting us from many different sides it does not stop and Everything that we're being distracted by is an illusion. It's an illusion that there are sides, that there are uh, factions that don't like each other, and it's Republicans against Democrats, and it's this one against Trump, that one against Trump. They liked him before he ran, and all of a sudden, they're anti-Trump. Do you understand that it is a distraction tactic? It's a distraction tactic so that we even the pedophilia now is a distraction tactic and they they knew it was going to come out, and they've they've almost remembered that it was their what was their goal? The way that they accomplish a goal is not so much important. At relevant right this second as to the fact that they're accomplishing it they wanted to normalize pedophilia well now everybody knows about it and nothing is being done about it and it's going to be more and more normal that everybody's going to know and nothing is going to be done and that's exactly that th- they are winning in that and us who already know i mean we do still need to red pill people But what are we actively doing about what they're doing in these cities, about people's states like Maxine Waters' district and Nancy Pelosi's district? We need to take back the narrative. Take back the narrative, even Q people. Is your narrative pushing forward on actual action, getting things done is it getting things done so now we know all the political intrigue and the nitty-gritty and the whatever who gives a damn we now need to make moves legal moves first of all what Debbie Tavares is telling us is that we're not even under a government That is like, you know, we think we're dealing with laws and we think that we're still dealing, we're talking about they made changes. We were bankrupt since the 30s. People need to wake up. We're no longer under the same laws. They can do whatever they want and surprise the hell out of us. And legally, there's nothing that we can do. And we better wake it up all you Trump people you better wake it up and if he's really on your side then you should be able to go hard on this and he should be backing you up since he's a servant of the people all and it's not just Trump don't let him be the focus of it All every single person that is in office right now their main game is to talk in circles, to lead us down rabbit holes so that nothing gets talked, nothing real and actionable is talked about and that nothing gets done. That is the plan. That's what Ocasio-Cortez, that is her modus operandi is the same coded language that George Bush was speaking back in the 80s is the same kind of coded speech that she's speaking to immigrants. And I don't have a problem with immigrants. Immigrants need to wake up that they're gonna be in for every single thing that these people put over and put past regular citizens. You aren't gonna be exempt from it either. So let's wake it on up and see that it doesn't matter who is in control of the government. It does not matter. It's the same thing. And they're on the same course. And now you're going to see more of them dying and disappearing and everything. Rose Hannah told you, look at her channel, that any day now, they were talking about going underground since March, since May. We don't know why they didn't. They postponed it. Who knows what the heck has happened? Maybe it's it's due to you and I waking up. I don't know. This is not in the bag yet people and there's a difference between faith and and just really some, some false, um, you know, some false security. We, no matter how good it looks like we're winning, we don't stop until they are all caught and we know that this globalist regime is done. If the Obamas and Kissingers and all these people can still be out in public lackadaisical laughing and joking and it's all hilarious and Trump still has to be uh, you know conciliatory towards these people that ought to give you a wake-up call that what I'm calling for the asking of questions and us talking about taking action talking about it talking about solutions just talking about it what what could our plan be How can we as citizens stop this madness? And it's free for everybody to answer too. If we do not start this and you're sitting there and you've got half of us thinking, oh yeah, we're winning because we stopped one of Trump's enemies. You didn't stop humankind's enemies. You stopped Trump's enemies. Wake it up. Wake it up. Wake it up. You can look up Debbie Tavares's videos on stopthecrime.net. I have things that I have to accomplish for my life so that I can continue. And people telling me what I'm doing is a waste of time. I know it's not a waste of time because I know there's some people that have never had a clue as to what she was saying. And they don't understand that we're bankrupt and we're not dealing with the government, that we are dealing with corporations And we are not in an advantageous position to fight them. And that it is time that they've, you know, they've got military, they've got whatever they got. You can put all your faith in Trump and that's fine. That is your decision to do that. But I and some other people, we need to see a whole lot more going on before we just sit there and be like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, this poison well. People are dying every day of cancers and all the stuff that they're doing. We don't... Not everybody has time. Some people are, are, are underwater on their mortgages. They're, they're having all kinds of issues. They don't have time just because they're not middle class like some other people to be like, well, when Trump gets around to it and when his plan is unveiled, they don't have time for it if they were talking about going underground because of a war in march and may and then all of a sudden you know they're not going or whatever we don't know what their timetable is they can take trump out at any time what is your plan, Trumpers? What is your plan? And you can hate on me, you can call me stupid, you can say I'm, I'm paranoid, whatever. If you can't answer that question, what is your actionable, successful plan if Trump is taken out? If you can't answer that, then this is a then your whole thing is a joke. It's a joke and you're living in an illusion and you need to wake up,
1: track your home. If you try to sell your home, and it has any unresolved required retrofitting, that will have to happen before you close escrow. Now again, um, what is the real goal of energy? Well, we found this uh, on the US Department of Energy website. This is page 83. Now the US Department of Energy is a corporation, a private corporation doing business. And I was a bit stunned when I read this, maybe it'll affect you the same way. At first I I had to read it and I had to read it again. Because the real goal of energy use is aiming for zero. They say this is the ultimate goal. It's not to use energy. The most efficient energy is energy we do not generate. (sighs) This is not a technology, it's a behavior modification or learning to live in a new reality. If any of you have seen the Hunger Games, we're heading towards the real Hunger Games. That's what wake we're it heading up, for. People, wake it up. And this is right out of the Incorporated Department of Energy's website. They are doing business, they are a private corporation, and they do not serve any of us. Now, I found it interesting uh, when I listened to Bill Gates on TED Talk. Because Bill Gates said something extremely profound, at least it seemed profound to me. He said that there was an equation to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. And he said the first part of the equation started with a P for people. And he said that the world has 6.8 billion people, and that's headed up to about 9 billion. Now he says, quote, Now, if we really do a great job on new vaccines and healthcare, reduction of health services, we could lower the number of people. Now, you can go to our website and right underneath this particular um, page, we have the link to the Bill Gates TED Talk and you can listen to Bill Gates say that. Now, Bill Gates goes on to further say, if he only had one wish, only one wish, he would want there to be zero CO2 emissions by the year 2050. Now, we're all dead if that occurs, because we need CO2. The plants survive, the Earth survives, we survive. Somehow or another, we weren't in school. And we didn't understand that we need CO2 emissions. And the bulk of the population now believes the demonization of CO2 emissions, just like fossil fuels are dead, decaying dinosaurs. Know what I discovered on the agenda. I was looking over the agenda and I saw something very troubling. It said, and this was the March 11th, 2014 agenda for the city of Santa Rosa. And it said Santa Rosa Police Department's Environmental Crimes Team. Environmental Crimes Team. I thought, what on earth is an Environmental Crimes Team?
0: Environmental
1: crimes, uh, environmental crimes Unit, an Environmental Crimes Team. So now I'm going to tell you what they're tasked to do. OK. In the early 90s, Santa Rosa's Utility Department funded an investigative position known as the Environmental Crimes Detective. Additional funding for the Incorporated City of Santa Rosa, Environmental Crimes Detective, is coming from the Incorporated City of Roanoke Park, the Incorporated City of Cotati, mind you, is having a fiscal emergency, and the City of Sebastopol, Inc. There, this is a trailblazing program, they tell us. It's an environmental crimes unit that has the ability to employ all the same investigative resources used to investigate other crimes like homicide, theft, <laughs> conspiracy, fraud, robbery, and gang violence towards environmental law enforcement.
0: I don't have time. I got have your talk. say
1: and go away. But this Turn is off okay. your mic if you go a few minutes longer. Uh, but here to retrofitting your appliances. They're saying that you will have health-related illnesses that could cause death, worsening of chronic health uh, conditions, increased respiratory illnesses and seasonal allergies, injury and death, again, waterborne and airborne illnesses, foodborne illnesses, displacement, stress-related disorders, mental health impacts, increased hunger, decreased nutrition, injury and death and they talk about how we will have increasing mental health impacts plan like this who wouldn't have mental health
2: impacts
1: (laughs) now what you can't read underneath is that if you go to the corporation called the cdc they'll give you a longer list of the ailments that will occur if you do not adhere to these climate action plans. The CDC is a private corporation doing business with a corporate structure. Let's uh, it up, about wake it up, wake up. What is happening with the geoengineering and the weather manipulation, for those of you that are just hearing about it for the first time, I encourage you to keep your minds open. Don't leave like I did when I was told some things. It took me months to come back to that topic. I wished I hadn't lost that much time, but I didn't believe and again, this is the global warming petition that was signed by over 31,000 scientists to, to let us all know that all of the global warming ideas are false consensus. Science, the RAND Corporation. How uh, many 31,487 American scientists signed the petition. How,
2: how, how does this have any relevance whatsoever, considering the fact
1: ...that our
3: weather is completely controlled. Well, could we hold that on? Now, this I is important. Talks, that petroleum wasn't what we thought it was. That it wasn't <clears> a <throat> fossil fuel. That it didn't come from fossil animals. <laughs> yeah. Is it just a mineral? Is it a mineral <laughs> like the any other mineral? The scientist is laughing. Is that, is that how it, is that how it uh, what would you say? Uh, how did it, what's the origin it, of, uh, you of petroleum? <clears throat> When they first found petroleum, uh, because they were beginning to make motors and and needed on axles of wheels, on railroad trains, and all that sort of thing, and remember trains started in the beginning of the 19th century, then oil went from just a lubricant to a fuel, and it made it valuable. And Rockefeller happened to be the smartest man in the business at the time, but he made a lot of, most of his money, or much of it, off the transport of the petroleum as well as selling it. But one thing they realized was if you, because oil, uh, oil is, uh, putting a price on oil is like putting a price on a pail of water. You know, there's no, no initial cost is in the ground. And, and in those days, they were, some of it, almost what you'd call surface mining the oil. They didn't go down deep. So in order to get the price up, they hit on the idea that they would have to make it appear to be scarce. That, they're that boy, ne- after we take the next few barrels out, we're probably going to have to close as well, you know, that kind of thing. But a very fortuitous event. In 1892, there was a convention in Geneva uh, of scientists to determine what organic substances are. Well, the definition of organic is a substance with hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. And so it's usually a living substance, a tree. You analyze a dead tree, hydrogen, carbon, and oxygen, and grass and so on, living things. Animals, we are hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. So at this Geneva Convention, Rockefeller took advantage of sending some scientists over who said oil, petroleum, is hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon. Therefore, it must be derived from the, uh, the spoiling, the rotting of formerly living matter. And uh, playing the game properly, when the this scientific convention was over, they defined oil as a, the residue from formerly living matter. Well, that makes it a fossil fuel. I don't know why. They-
1: so this was Colonel uh, Fletcher Prouty and Colonel Prouty was the chief of special operations for the Joint Chiefs of Staff under President John F. Kennedy, a former colonel in the United States Air Force. He retired from the military, and and it will increase brain blood flow and cause death. All right,
0: we're going to skip to something she has been working as a real estate this agent. This person is going to talk about ten years ago what's going on in Northern California with what she observed with the fires and understanding that they're using directed energy weapons. You know what? If you can't handle it now, how are you going to handle it later? I think we need to look this thing in the eye and take it on and man up.
4: Um, and about and from the few people that I had spoken with about this or that brought it to my attention, um, they kind of dropped the subject, and they didn't continue following it, nor did I. Um, I think, well, I looked it up from time to time, but I didn't see how it was going to be moving forward on a local level. I got it that it was going on globally, and I understood sort of the powers that be, and I, I come from a, a worldview, keeping my eye more or less on the end times from a biblical perspective. Um, and, and one world currency, one world government, you know, we, one world leader, we kind of know these things are, are coming. They've been propped.
0: And that's what I'm saying. I'm not telling anybody to freak out, be scared or anything. I'm telling you, if you really have faith, let's have faith enough to open our eyes and take it on instead of, I don't know, sheeping it out. Let's take it on and let's fight while we can.
4: And it's it's all it's all pretty pretty plain to see, and you. But I did not understand what part of this these end times I might be experiencing this way, um, and I had uh, so. Um, Get to it. The book, The Economic Hitman, it really makes it clear about these kinds of international how we go internationally. Everybody does. There are all these these companies and the multinationals and the NGOs, and you really talks about how it's all part of a bigger picture and uh, it, all the big players from a very big political and a geopolitical and a, and a financial perspective and I uh, wow I just didn't yeah that was that's that's been an amazing read and um didn't really know what to do with that information but I've sort of had my eyes on it and you can get to familiar with the the companies that he kind of refers to off and on and in in, in in on the stock market and I I'm 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 still kind of Uh, iffy about um, about uh, even when I bought when I purchased something I have to say am I supporting this (laughs) what am I I?" you know anyway we can go there forever but the, the CO2 monitor sirens were going sounding off it was just incredibly loud flashlights weren't working properly there was thick smoke and there were no fire trucks none and no sirens in sight this was intentional um, I smelled smoke at 10 p.m. and I received a Nixle report. And the Nixle report said multiple fires are reported around Sonoma County. We, this is a quote. We, we currently have fires at Mark West Springs and Rebley Road in Santa Rosa. That's two miles or so where I live from, or from where I live. Shiloh and Condy in Windsor and Highway 116 at Fredericks and Sebastopol. Local fire departments are on scene and will notify you if any evacuations are called for. The strong winds are making these fires difficult. Hmm. Dispatchers are being overwhelmed by 911 calls on reports of smoke smell. Please only call 911 if you see actual unattended flames. All right, so... Then at 10 o'clock we had the police with, or I'm sorry, one o'clock, 1 a.m. We had the police with no sirens, just lights on, not the fire department, telling people door to door that they had to leave. Later we, later we learned that the fire chief and his lieutenant were both off duty that night, that, and I found that very odd that no backup protocols, apparently, I don't know, were were not used or were you know weren't weren't used instead, and that they apparently were out of reach or something. I mean, this just doesn't add up. Now, you know.
0: I can go on. I've decided I'm gonna do this in a part two. But why did I have Debbie Tavares on today? So that people can start to wake it up and see through the illusion of the game. That both sides are caught up in the corruption and that I believe, I, I like Donald Trump a lot. I think he has his hands full with these people that hate his guts and whatever it is that he's got to deal with politically has nothing to do with these directed energy weapons and the health public health issue that is very very real and the fact that he's not talking about it no MSM isn't talking about it somebody's got to talk about it and it is serious it is serious. Don't wait until you're the one that keels over to think that it's a serious matter. So I'm going to leave this particular episode here. And that was a lot of food for thought. You need to get off your bus if you haven't heard of Debbie Tavares, whatever her name is. Stopthecrime.net. Look it up. And you will have all the proof that you need that they're using weaponized weather it's time to see through the deceptions so that we can take on the enemy and take them out powers private podcast radio not so private podcast radio are you guys feeling real I hope you're feeling real because I know I know that this deception is real that's what I know and I know that we got to get through it and we got to deal with it we got to take it head on and if you're a person of faith it's time for us to walk on water it's time for us to use our discernment and to put things in action instead of waiting around for us to take control of our own destinies. And it's not radical. It's just using your brain. It's using your brain. And it's, it's opening your mouth and talking about stuff. It's that simple. It's not radical. It's not taking to the streets. It's just talking about stuff. And if somebody is trying to stop you from talking about stuff and censorship, then that'll give you an indication that you're onto something and that maybe it's more relevant and more real, the stuff that they don't want you thinking about, than you think. These things going on in California, someone is doing it purposefully and people there do have a clue and we're not hearing from people from California. The news is completely... God, I'm having these amazing vocabulary words for you that are perfect, but I don't want to sound like I'm just trying to be so la-di-da, so I'm just going to speak in as much plain language as I can. Um, that the news is just completely not trying to give you anything that you can actually do something with. Um to know about to protect yourself, they're not trying to tell you. This is a Californian. She's telling you testimony for those people that never believe anything. Well, I, I heard it. If it's not on TV, it's not happening. Why didn't they report it? And you're just a trumper, and that's why you don't want you want me to think X, Y, Z. I am a humanist. I want humans to survive. I am not here to worship anybody. I am here to live and breathe and do what I'm here to do. And so are you. It's time to start listening to the people whose voices are being suppressed because there's a reason why they don't want us hearing them.
4: Um, As if set on fire at once, nowhere did I see videos of areas catching on fire and spreading. Though it may have happened, all I knew and saw was literally that everything was on fire at the same time. And that's what the videos show. And I saw that that night and I was befuddled. I was befuddled with these fires just everywhere, all at once, all around us, no warning. It, 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 it just didn't add up. Let's see, I was here talking about the, things were spreading fire and everything was on fire at the same time, including when we fled to Vacaville that night. The entire wall of the eastern hills south of Santa Rosa were all on fire at the same time. And I, I just don't see how it could have spread that fast, that far, and done that amount of damage in two to four hours. Plus, 101 was closed northbound at the same time with the same amount of damages kind of going on everywhere all at once. I, I believe Paradise Ridge Winery reportedly uh, was was completely engulfed in flames around 1 or 1.30 at the same time my home was on fire, yet it's about 1.5 miles west of my home. So how did embers fly that far and that fast and engulf Paradise Ridge Winery, engulf it in flames at the same time my house was just supposedly catching on fire? It, it, it just doesn't add up if we're talking this theory of embers and what have you. Anyway, uh, so I never heard of an unannounced hurricane force, of, of unannounced hurricane force winds coming from the east in the middle of the night that suddenly started and stopped within two to three hours. And you can check the weather that night, it's on record. There's a sharp spike, and it's just there when all everything came flooding into the area where I was. And maybe it, 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 I don't know what the weather report uh, or whether, wh- how things moved from the perspective of the fire, how the fire itself moved, but the winds spiked at about, I believe it was around 11 or 12 o'clock, and it spiked for about 2 to 3 hours. You can see it. It just went from 10 to two, 12, spiked, and then came back down. And about 2, two to 3 o'clock, it was back down or it was at 10, and then it just precipitously dropped again. Uh, it just doesn't add up and uh, to me. And um, I've never, just never heard of that. They were hurricane force winds. And, um, and there are no investigations today that have determined a cause. Another thing is, where's the debris? If these were hurricane force winds, why is everything everywhere, just the streets are pristine? You drive down, there's just ash.
0: Because we are looking at a chemical reaction and we are looking at advanced technology and it was the same technology that brought down the buildings in 9-11. And that's why we don't have the debris that you would think that you would have from those buildings coming down. It just turned into pure ash. They brought those buildings down using the same technology, the same directed energy weapons that they're using in California on the trees to cause these fires and to basically evict these people from their property
4: Hurricane-force winds would blow so many things over. The only thing I've ever seen overturned in this, in this is, is, is cars. And they have holes in them. You know, I mean, no. <laughs> that doesn't add up. Cars aren't supposed to. How about a few trees? How about a few garbage cans? There's pictures of houses that are ash, and the garbage can is right, ne- just right next to it, a few feet away, and it's standing there. And this is right after the fire. We have a, a fountain thing, a little thingy in the front, and it's not big. But, I mean, why wasn't that knocked over? I had tomato plants. The planters weren't even knocked over in my backyard. Come on. They're, everything is fried. You've got hurricane force winds, and you're trying to tell me everything in my yard is right where I left it? I can't believe this. You know.
0: Now, why isn't Q talking about this? Why isn't Q talking about if Donald Trump is in control, who are these people that are allowed to use directed energy weapons on American soil, on American citizens' property, okay? And nothing being said, nothing being done. That is an act of terrorism. Is it us doing it to ourselves? Who is being allowed to do these chemtrails with immunity? Why are you people not holding anybody in government that you believe is so righteous, accountable, and you think that you're
4: winning? The people in California aren't winning. Hello? Hello It's just not a believable story. So, not that the wins weren't there, but... When they were there, I don't know what, what they were doing, but they sure were not propagating the fire the way that, that, it's, that it's being told, in, in my opinion. So number one, DEWs. This is patented technology, Lockheed Martin and maybe others, I'm not sure about all of the manufacturers. Uh, Remsfeld and Petraeus are on record in a video saying that they have this technology and they were testing it. This is back in, I think, 2003. Um, and they hope Why not to use jail? it. And they go on saying things like, but there may be a need that we can't foresee and that kind of thing. Um, so these are, this is a chilling video. Um, and then another thing that's very chilling is the, ch- the, the video of the Kmart building here in town. Concrete jungle and ash, a 100,000 square foot building burned down in one hour. Everything in it. I'm not a forensics expert, but that doesn't add up. Where in the world did this fire come from? You just cannot convince me that embers flew over and took down a 100,000 square feet. I'll never believe that. That's just...
0: And this is why, no matter what narrative that you're getting news from now, is talking about everything else, from pedophilia to, I don't know, who Donald Trump is uh, trying to get on the Supreme Court. They're going to talk about everything but this it's that moving the cup game because if you are focused on this if anybody is showing you the narrative that's why they got to do censorship because others will ask questions and then people are gonna go oh yeah wait oh wait i totally forgot about that oh is that what's
4: going on i have no idea
0: what was improbable
4: happening. as heck and if somebody can disprove that I, i'd like to see that i'd like to see that so, um, uh, I, I just have ha- had all these, these, uh, these things with the, the, uh, I believe it's di- directed energy weaponry. Um, and also, um, the, the uh, like there's some talk about the Walmart. Me. Sounds like conspiracy theory to me. Oh, wait, you mean
0: there's holes in the trees? I didn't know that's how a fire, fire hole, did
4: Firestar do it? Was she here? I don't know. What was FEMA happened? buildings. I think Kmart and other soon-to-be-empty, once-thriving commercial buildings will become warehouses someday for weaponized humans through more disasters and engineered health crises, whether it's brought on by microwave technology, mandatory flu shots, dams collapsing, a created EMP, like, the, like I believe we had the night of the fires. There were talks about these, these fires, the power going out before the fires were reported so they weren 't created by the fires, so what took them out? What took the power out if that 's true now i 'm not a i don 't have the records for that that 's what i 've heard so we can check that out but that 's another question to answer and um, By the way, the exact same video footage of the l a fires is going in, in, when you look at these l a fires it 's the same footprint you just yeah you just it's it 's staggering uh, There are no words to describe this. this is like a war zone, and it looks nothing like something burnt. It looks like something completely incinerated. It looks like a graveyard. And uh, so there's this uh, uh, website I want to direct people to, it's called aplaintruth.info, excellent resources for um, um, some of these um, uh, ideas here that uh, uh, he just does a very good job, I think. And uh number two is why would our government do this to us okay if you're you know if you're wondering, gee is it, okay, you're blowing yourselves up and you know you're damaging the you know the- uh, the environment et cetera why would people do this well i uh I would recommend people see deborah's video on u s a Inc., um and I'm not gonna attempt to put it in her words she can do a much better job an excellent job but i i am i'm aware that agenda 21 has literally commoditized us and um and then for the so there's this book here and uh i didn't quite understand if agenda 21 was real until this gentleman uh brought this on a somewhere and he he said you can buy this so i bought it and it was inexpensive and whatever and well, it says right here on um, on page, and this is the the, the original kind of the, the founding Summit, version, if you 24. will. This is like the, the template for the soft treaty that they used. And then it became hard treaty. But, it, and you may know this, you guys are all the Agenda 21 experts, but I'm just still learning this. And, and what I found out was on page one of the intro, the intro page, it says... From the top page, um, explaining Agenda 21 is action to be implemented, quote, by governments, development agencies, UN NGOs, and independent sector groups in every area where human, parentheses, economic, that's, those are their words, economic, activity affects the environment. Well, we're human, and that means that they've just called us economic resources. All right, so they are saying that humans are economic activity and that we can be collateralized. So page two goes, and you can go on and find more. I'm just giving you a brief, you know, if you'll read, you just kind of go, wow, there it is. I can give you those and you can follow up on it. Um, page two and three go on to say that combating poverty is the main problem for the environment. Poverty and environmental, this is their quote, poverty and environmental degradation are closely interrelated. Global environmental deterioration is an unsustainable pattern of consumption and production, particularly in the industrialized countries, which aggravates poverty and imbalances. So, in order to reach environmental sustainability—this is now—that's the end of the quote. So, in order to reach environmental sustainability, poverty has to go, and that means humans, especially in the developed countries, that quote aggravate poverty and imbalances. Wow. that's read, a pretty read, huge statement. So several sources, such as the Georgia Guidestones, has as its number one tenet maintain humanity under a half a billion people in perpetual balance with nature. So we are subject to nature. How they determine whatever that is. If they if we if they think we're harming nature, we got to go. <laughs> um, I mean that's and 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 not to mention the number. I mean, how are you going to get rid of six and a half billion people? Hmm. <laughs> I'm starting to understand how. I'm, it's just really, this is like, and for all of you who've had been up to speed with this for a while, I got to tell you, oh man, this is, this is, this will keep you up at night. (laughs) This is not a fun thing to study. I wish I could go back in time. I'm so grieving for the day when I kind of thought the world was a lot friendlier and that things were much further out, a few generations, or maybe this was just a bad, somebody wearing, you know, promoting a lot of of ideas that that weren't well-founded, but if you carried them out, perhaps. No, I'm getting it. These are not just well-founded. These are being very, very clearly and forcefully exacted. Pardon me? It is an action plan and they make it very clear and they are executing to it brilliantly. And I'm, I need to get up to speed. So that's, uh, man, this is, this is not easy. Whew. So, um, let's see. Um, I believe Santa Rosa is a test case in part because we have an active resistance here, but also because they have the smart train now. Thanks to the fire, they may have a ready to implement walkable, sustainable community in Coffee Park. Mm which people like Shirley Zane continue to insist that they will push through. And that's, you can read her quotes in the Press Democrat and on and on. I brought some of them too if you want to talk about. It. As for Fountain Grove, this, follows, this allows A twenty one communities to cover both sides of the freeway. Not that I understand, I'm just guessing at this point. And it made it ha- a handy excuse that the fires burn in the exact same footprint as the Hanley fire in 1964. Um, And it created absolute financial havoc on as many people as possible in the community. Also, if the government is using geoengineered suicide or genocide, (laughs) could they? (laughs) Please. No, I'm sorry. I don't mean that. I don't. I truly don't. I don't want anyone to die. I truly want people to come to Christ, understand the truth, and to know the value of human life. And to be deeply, deeply repentant because these are evil times. And this is so serious. It's just so horribly difficult and sometimes i have to make light of it to get through it because what we're talking about here is not small uh so uh anyway uh, if the government is using geoengineered genocide then they got to test it on on us we're we're a test case i believe with the dews of this magnitude and then they went south so that's my theory, all right. Insurance, my agent said that foundations have not historically been insured as separate items as they don't usually burn. However, most of all, most, if not all of these and the LA fires have burned to the foundations. So who's gonna cover this? This is an additional expense. My insurance broker said that all of the California uh, t- tax payers, or not taxpayers, insurance payers will have rates increasing to pay for these losses and some will not be able to afford insurance. Also, agents are being sued now with people saying that they should have had them insured if they were already in a fire hazard area. So there's more costs ahead. And who was really responsible? And then did the, it's, it's the, the passing of the buck. Well, the city approved it, but you didn't. And We, we didn't insure. what well, you said it was, and we can't account for it, so now we're all in it together. And you know what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. So that's how that went. And... Um, I have to say that that was tricky because that was interesting because for me, when I walk around and I do a lot of, I, I, I sometimes have, have looked at some of these places, not 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 so much, but just anyway, and it doesn't matter. My point is when I've looked at these areas, um, I, have, I have seen all the foundations ruined. I haven't seen a single foundation that did survive. That's just me. Maybe there is one. I just haven't seen it. Now, I'm not an expert. I don't go around. You know, talking to every structural engineer in town, but just even looking, if if you know anything about foundations, you just go, uh uh, nope, 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 and it's pretty easy to figure out. So, um, you know, that this, the whole issue comes up as um, uh, if you're, this is what can put people over the top if they had a policy that didn't have the current square footage costs if you bought your home in 1990 and your home burned and you had a you had a policy on it that covered a 200 square foot 200 per, uh, dollar per square foot cost on it and now let's just say building costs are 400 just random then wh- where is that difference going to come from well maybe you can maybe you could had a policy that can cover some of that but if your foundation is gone you're toast that's the bum, that's the bummer that's the rub that's the big surprise here um, for everybody so, um yeah, who would who would know? Who would think? And another thing, if you want to oh my gosh, you want to talk about a trippy uh, thing about uh uh DEWs and how these fires burn so intensely and so hot and so at the ground. There's look up a Paradise Ridge um uh video. Uh, You'll probably find it and it's literally showing the ground, the the wine that spilled out of the wherever and the ground is boiling. And it's just dirt and it's boiling it is on fire how is that possible and another thing is if you think about it how did these foundations burn if heat rises how did these so-called embers come in on the tom blow in boo-boo and burn down you know and have you seen the video of the guy who took the, the the video of the tree that's on fire and it's burning from the inside out you see, seen there 's so much of this kind of thing, so um, you know, um, yeah, foundations, and when you look at those videos, everything is burning on a pad you know i don 't know if anybody's but I just look at those videos out there and i and I, even the the next day, I just went, wait th- wait, what? because everything was just burning so perfectly square, square on fire, a square, all perfectly square fire, square fire, just square fires
0: preserve in their property.
4: No, (laughs) I'm not getting that. I just don't see that Um, any more than I saw the 911 buildings come down in in a straight column. That just defies gravity and everything else. And that's um, demolition. That's got to be controlled demolition. They just do that with two- and three-story buildings, not to mention those big ones. So anyway, if you look at the maps, uh, oh, uh, maps, I was going to show you. Okay, I brought some, 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 some supports here. Let me show you. Like, you can look at it when, and and it's online, all this is, I'm not, this isn't proprietary, it's just, you know, zones which are highly regulated use, and then the um, normal use zones of cooperation, all the sustainability and Agenda 21 cooperative uh, communities are in the green. Our area is in a, in a green here, but I don't know, I don't know all the boundary lines. I'm, not, I'm still not sure. I'd like to get more information on this if anybody has it because I'd like to know, I'd like to know more. Um, and then, of course, there's the international uh, Indian reservations are in the pink and that sort of thing. And there's a big border down here. And I wondered if that's what we're funding for the wall, which we're calling the wall, which is all passed through NAFTA. Doesn't that make perfect sense? Doesn't that make perfect sense? Yeah. We're paying for that wall or whether we wanted one or not, <laughs> whether we get one or not. It'll be there one day. It just will keep us in. That's the goal. <laughs> keep us in. That's the tricky. Oh, all right. Now I, now I know the Okay. I'm, I'm going to be in. <laughs> There's nobody out. Okay. <laughs> I, um, and then uh, one Valley Fire victim said that five of her 34, 35 homes in her area were rebuilt and the rest have walked away. So that was an interesting statistic. And the Valley Fire was 2015? 15, yes, in Middletown, and I guess I don't even know the extent of yeah. the fire. Um, so toxins, with debris everywhere, um, with water water runoff, uh, We could we become a Superfund site? That was the very first question I asked my my. Um, insurance agent my my broker I, I, and the, her face went blank, <laughs> and uh, she she had no answer, which is understandable i don 't know how they could have an answer yet, um, but right now, if you build on the same footprint, not enlarging your pad, you can expedite your permit process, but even so, will there be any new regulations before and while people are rebuilding that will come up that will make our area uninsurable, the area you 're building. Um, Then what is your home or lot going to be worth if it's declared uninsurable? We're in these fire zones, there's a huge risk to rebuild. And then there's a glut, right now there's a glut of vacant lots on the market driving prices of lots down even further. Um, And what carriers will be able to insure the lots in the future if the industry is taking a hit? Okay, will the feds or the state have to step in? And then um, debt. So debt is apparently the only way out through these FEMA and SBA loans for a lot of people. It's been that way with the hurricanes. So um, I've heard that some banks will receive disaster relief funds and then only offer it as a loan, albeit lower rates, um, to victims to rebuild what insurance doesn't cover. And, you know, you think about that, they're using it more or less as a slush fund. I mean, that's just so cruel to me. If you want to, you know, request, you know, hey, come on, uh, give some disaster assistance to the victims. We'll distribute this, really? We, we don't really usually, I've never asked, how, how is that gonna get distributed? Uh, do you call me? Do I call you? And they gave out some, you had to fill out a form and this and that, and, and, the, and, the, and the amount that I saw was like a thousand dollars. All right, I don't know if that's gonna, I don't know. I don't know what happens to all that money. I would just love that to see some accountability in, in the disaster relief efforts love to see that yeah i know (laughs) dream on um okay so then i want to show you this video of what santa rosa was saying in 2017 and i'll leave you on this because this to me is uh, this is where we're at with things oh and then um this is a picture if you would like to come i won't show right now but if you'd like to come up later uh, of just the the the, what i'm talking about this is one of any picture you can pull uh, but um, it, it, it has the Fountain Grove area, and you can just see uh, where, to me, the lines don't come through. It just This doesn't add up. The lines, the path isn't clearly de- de- delineated here, because this this path starts over here, all right? And you see, well, okay, maybe some fire burn, but then these are toast, and these trees are alive, and it didn't jump across, and these neighbors, I know who these people are, and there's nothing that came over their side. and it,
0: You guys need to check out stopthecrime.net and we got to figure out what's going on. We got to find out what the heck is going on. Are we going to do anything about this people? Are we just going to be totally baffled?
1: stupefy parallel oh,
0: to Kyla Powers Radio,
2: Some
0: not-so-private podcast. Like it hot, but you tell how hot you try. <laughs>